T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Friday afternoon. Congratulations. We have made it. Self high fives all the way around. It is also Veterans Day. And I would urge you, please, if you know a veteran, please say thank you. That's all I'm asking you to do. There are all sorts of special things happening. I, I, I'm, I'm sort of chagrined that it's only once a year that people do this. But all right, take what you can get, I suppose. But please say thank you. It's all I'm asking you to do. Somebody who served, served with honor and distinction as a United States Marine, who now serves as the Lieutenant Governor of our beloved Commonwealth, is our friend Winsome Sears. And I'm happy to say that uh, the Lieutenant Governor is joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff, and good afternoon to your listeners. And before I go any further, yes, I want to also say a happy belated birthday to my fellow Marines. And then today being Veterans Day, a happy Veterans Day, but also to those special veterans who will never hear us say thank you because they gave their lives. And so we thank their families for giving them to us. Oh, that is, it is so true. And uh, to be, just as an example, the Virginia War Memorial, I hope people go there and, and look at the names. Every every county, city, town in the Commonwealth is represented there with people who, who gave their lives. Yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to talk a little bit about Veterans Day. I think that is important in the services that uh, you and Governor Youngkin are spearheading when it comes to helping our veterans and helping other people in our Commonwealth who serve. We do have the, uh, the legislature coming back in January. Uh, give us your sense of what we might see there and, and what sort of efforts you and the governor will lead to, uh, to help. Well, Next year, as you know, is going to be an election year. And so the very first thing that we're going to have to do is set a special election because, you know, Senator Kiggins, Mm -hmm. State Senator Kiggins from Virginia Beach has won, thank God, her race against uh, former Congresswoman now, um, Elaine Luria, and the second uh, district. And so we're going to have to have an election for her seat. And then, of course, there's always the regular business of passing bills and or not passing bills and uh, caboose type of a budget. So right. there is all that. And what we're going to be doing, of course, is looking to do a bit more for veterans. 
so there's some bills coming down the pike. But um, I have a bill that I'm looking to put forward, which, you know, now that I'm no longer in the House, I can't do that. So a legislator will have to carry it. Number one, it's going to be uh, making our, our elected officials more accountable in the budget and the money. Uh, we can't drag out the budget any longer. And we've been doing this year after year after year. But this year it was really bad because they were trying to teach a governor a lesson. No, you don't do that with our tax money. You do that on your own dime. And But we still had to pay them. So this time, if the budget isn't passed, this is going to be the bill. If the budget isn't passed in the allotted constitutional time, uh, then what we're going to do is we're going to dock everybody's pay $500 the first five days we don't have a budget and 500 another uh, 500 to make it $1,000 per day thereafter until we get a budget. So you want to play around? Okay, we're going we're gonna to fix this. So, you know, it may not get through, but we're going to push it through. And it being an election day, quite a few people are going to be taking notice of that. It's accountability. And then school choice also. Big yeah. deal. Well, we well, want parents say, to have that. I, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, the school choice. I mean, it, it's terrible to me as I look uh, close to home here at uh, Richmond Public Schools where uh, you have unaccredited schools, you have schools that aren't staffed, they don't have supplies. Uh, we just had the terrible SOL that indicated was that nobody in seventh grade could pass the uh uh, the standard of learning for for basic math. So, uh, those those moms travesty. and dads who have kids in RPS, my God, we got to give them an option to help those kids. And I think you know, um, we the teachers don't want the children to fail. So who's right. pushing these other issues? Yep. Because the teachers get in it for the love of it, and they want to put some hope into lives and they're being having to go on these side rabbit holes about gender and and you know um whatever systematic whatever and they just want to teach and so they're demoralized they're leaving and the kids aren't learning anything and but by the way they were not learning prior to covid 2019 we fell off the cliff again in education so this isn't about giving more money. This is about we've got to introduce competition. And ultimately, this is the new Brown versus Board of Ed fight. And what is that? Parents having the ability to send their child to a school that they want to. And those who are going to say that this is about uh, the rich kids getting money to go to private school, save it. Because everybody knows that the rich kids are not waiting for a government program to make a decision on what school their children should attend. It's already happening. We just want that opportunity for everybody. And this isn't going to destroy public schools. I think it'll make them better because that will be a wake-up call to say parents aren't happy. Absolutely. Competition, I think, is always good, regardless of what the uh, the profession is or the activity is. Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears is joining us. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, yesterday you uh, attracted attention all over the country. You became the first major public figure to say that uh, our Republican Party should move on from former President Trump. Yeah, you know, I voted for him the first time. Uh, I'm a New Yorker. I was raised in New York. I understand, you know, the, the the way he comes across, boisterous and all that, because that's how New Yorkers are. I used to be that way, too. You know, I mean, you, you know, you say something to me, I'm going to say something back. And by the way, AOC is that exact same way. Why? Because it's the New York way. She just does it a little sweeter, although, you know, she's very cutting as well. But but. 
we look past the personality and look to the policies and we saw something in, in him that we could get through. And so we loved it. Uh, when it came to the economy, my God, did you see the stock market go up because of his policies? Yes. Did you see how when he, he uh, cut the taxes so the corporations could bring their profits from overseas back home to reinvest here? Our economy went through the roof, and it rose. His policies rose the boat of everybody to the tune where black entrepreneurship increased 400%. You've never seen that. Historic unemployment levels in the black community and others took a dive. Never saw that. Uh, When it came to NATO and telling them, you're going to pay your fair share, all we're asking is 2% of GDP. My God, you should be able to do that for your own protection. Why should the American people have to pay so much? And I could go on and on. Uh, but, but then, you know, we just wanted him to stop tweeting. Stop tweeting. Get a, get a little bit more humble, you know. But we, what did I do? I became chair of black Americans to reelect the president. Because, again, trying to look past the personality, look at the policies that he's put forward, he's doing good. I mean, the Democrats sought us to do that with Clinton, right? Mm. So, anyway, here we go. I, I become the chair, and I'm, I'm I'm trying to tell folks this is what he's doing. We, you know, we're trying to build a Republican Party going into the black community and all these other communities, raising money, knocking on doors, and he he you know he doesn't win. Okay, I think you learn more in a loss than you do in a win. And the loss is just like in, in your business organization when you're trying to plug the hole, you're trying to find where are we going wrong. You do a reassessment. But he didn't do that. It, like It's like he doubled down and, and he just went, you know, ballistic about it and started really calling people names. And 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 it, it, it was just time. It was just time. We, to, we thank him for what he's done. But it was time to move on. And, and and you know that the press hated him. I mean, look what they did to his wife. You know, she's one of the most exquisite women. And not one of them ever said put her on the cover of Vogue or anywhere. She speaks, what, four or six different languages. And still, I mean, but we have to rise above it. And I was hoping that he would take that time just to just to be humble, be humble help people. He raised a hundred million dollars and he didn't put it in any of the campaigns. He put what, 16 million out of a hundred million that he raised. That's nothing. And then if we look at some of the stats, what we're finding out is, for example, if this one race doesn't pan out, I think it's in Nevada or Arizona, then every single secretary of state that he endorsed throughout the country will have lost the Democrats have, must have taken a poll because they were focusing on democracy and we in the Republican Party, were we were focusing on the economy. I mean, isn't it always the economy, stupid? So what did they know, the Democrats, that we didn't know? And so what did they do? They helped to choose our own candidates. They, they put money, millions of dollars behind those candidates that they knew could be beaten. And so they knew there wasn't going to be a red wave. They knew it before we did. And indeed, that's what happened. Those Republicans who were Trump endorsed, even on the same ticket as other Republicans who Trump did not endorse, those Republicans he endorsed did very badly. Even when they did win, they still didn't win to the level that they could have. So we have to say something's got to give. And, you know, as a Marine, as a military person, we're talking about Veterans Day, all veterans. 
we are not created to be yes men and yes women. The mission is always support, protect, and defend America. It's bigger than any one person. It has to be. Lieutenant Governor Winston Sears, who yesterday uh, attracted a lot of attention, continues to uh, generate a lot of interest today, saying, yeah, we, we appreciate what former President Trump has done. I mean, the the tribute you just paid to him is, is, is incredible. Uh, the economy. He did incredible all- things. Yeah. He did incredible things. So, you know, the question that I'm getting from so many listeners is, well, what's happened to uh, Lieutenant Governor Sears? Why is she now stabbing Donald Trump in the back? How can she do this with the great uh, economic accomplishments? So you've just paid tribute to all the great things that he's done. Is it simply a matter of saying, hey, uh, 2024, we kind of need some new packaging? I think when you look at everything he has done since his defeat, Mm -hmm. it's been about him. Everything about him. He came um, against uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, what, two days or so before the election, a week before the election, calling him sanctimonious. Are you trying to get us to lose, Mr. Trump? And, and, And then, you know, here he is after the election when Ron just was blew everything out of the water, 20 points. And now he's saying Trump is that he got a million more votes than the governor. Why? Why? What is the purpose of that? Why can't we celebrate that? And then, you know, he calls Elaine Chow, um, the former secretary that he hired. He calls her some racist name. Come on. You can do better than this. And now he's coming after Governor Yunkin. He's coming after everybody. This is not the way a leader leads. Let me tell you what a leader looks like. When I was in the Marine Corps, uh, I, we were going through an IG inspection. You've probably heard this story. And, and our warrant officer was, you, know, you don't want to ever not pass these. And, and, and we were working hard nights. And what happened? He came out one night in formation, and he, he, he encouraged us, rah, 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 and then dismissed us to go back to work. We were coming in 4 o'clock in the morning, going home 11 o'clock at night, having to do it again. This was maybe like four days into this. We were tired. And then he did a curious thing. He took off his uniform, put on his utilities, and came out there with us, boots and all, and he was moving equipment and, and working on equipment. He got more out of us that night than he had all the other nights and thereafter. And do you know what that meant? It proved to me something about leadership. Leadership isn't something you say. It's something you do. And, and that's why I go back to this is about America. America has to remain America. She must remain a city on a shining hill. This is greater than any one man. The mission is America. Uh, powerful words. Uh, I, I have to ask you, Are you, you've said we move on from former President Trump. Are you looking at anybody in particular and saying, hey, this this might be the person I would get on board with? I'm waiting to see who's out there. You know, um, okay. our governor is, is excellent. I don't know if he's running or not. Don't ask me. I don't know anything about that <laughs> uh, before anybody says anything. But uh, but I, I'm just saying that you know, if, if President Trump will humble himself, I think that people will, you know, just flock to him. I think they would. But we're not going to see that. And I, I can't understand why. But if we do, it would be a wonderful thing. It really was. 
Fair enough. Well, uh, it is a, delay, a day late, as you mentioned, but I did want to wish you a uh, happy birthday to uh, the beloved uh, Marine Corps. 247 years since those folks at Tun Tavern in Philadelphia got together and created the uh, greatest fighting force the world has ever known. And uh, I, I thank you for all of your service. I, I wish you a happy Veterans Day. And I thank you... Uh, really from the bottom of my heart for standing up and speaking out there. There are lots of folks as I check uh, emails and calls and texts who just can't stand what you're saying, but there's an equal amount that are going, you know, I'm glad she's speaking out. So I think this is an important conversation. We have to have it as Republicans. If in fact, we're going to be victorious. I have to, I've always said, remember that the praises of men are fickle. They love you today and they'll hate you tomorrow. And so that's why I just want to know what does God want? And that's what I do. Fair enough. Have a blessed weekend. That is Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. Now, she became the first prominent Republican anywhere in America to stand up and say, okay, uh, we've got to move on from former President Trump. I'm not telling you one way or the other we should or should. I I just, I, I need to hear this stuff. I need to hear all of it. And I will tell you coming up at 535, State Senator Amanda Chase. State Senator Amanda Chase has been an incredibly strong, forceful supporter of President Trump. I don't think she is going along with the idea that uh, we should dump Trump. So I want to talk to her about that, and I also want to get her reaction. Yesterday on this program, State Delegate Tim Anderson announced to, to the world, hey, I am now officially, officially retracting my endorsement of State Senator Amanda Chase. Now, I've never heard of that. I really haven't, so I want to get State Senator Chase on. She'll be with us at 535. I thank everybody who's part of this today. It's a it's a crazy sort of a day. 520, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 